And I bring that up, the, the Aaron Rodgers clip from a month ago, as it relates to the most recent storyline now involving Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett, and the word that may or may not have been uttered. According to the National Football League, they have found, quote, no such evidence, end quote, that Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph directed a racial slur at Cleveland Browns defensive end Miles Garrett just prior to last week's brawl. Garrett made that allegation during an appeals hearing with the NFL yesterday. The star defensive end issued a statement later Thursday saying he stood by his claim and expressing disappointment that it leaked. According to Miles Garrett, quote, I was assured the hearing was space that afforded the opportunity to speak openly and honestly about the incident that led to my suspension. This was not meant for public dissemination, nor was it a convenient attempt to justify my actions or restore my image in the eyes of those I disappointed. I know what I heard. Whether my opponent's comment was born out of frustration or ignorance, I cannot say. But his actions do not excuse my lack of restraint in the moment. And I truly regret the impact this has had on the league, the Browns, and our devoted fans, end quote. Okay, so let's put that statement over in place A. We're going to play courtroom here for a moment. That's sub, that is statement A. That is what Miles Garrett claims to have said, claiming that Mason Rudolph instigated the incident by using a racial slur directed at him. And that's what caused the chain reaction of events, which eventually led to Miles Garrett ripping the helmet off of Mason Rudolph's head and then striking him over the head with it. Statement A. Statement B comes from the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mason Rudolph's own agent, Mason Rudolph's own lawyer, where we have this. The Steelers in a statement released by Burt Loughton. He is a uh, spokesman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Quote, Mason vehemently denies the report of being accused of race using a racial slur during the incident Thursday night. He will not discuss the accusation any further. His focus remains on preparation for Sunday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Rudolph's attorney, Timothy Younger, said, quote, According to ESPN in his appeal, Miles Garrett falsely asserted that Mason, uttered, Mason Rudolph uttered a racial slur toward him prior to swinging a helmet at Mason's uncovered head in a desperate attempt to mitigate his suspension. This is a lie. This false allegation was never asserted by Garrett in the aftermath of the game, never suggested prior to the hearing, and conspicuously absent in the apology published by, Browns, published by the Browns and adopted by Garrett. This malicious use of this wild and unfounded allegation is an assault on Mason's integrity, which is far worse than the physical assault witnessed on Thursday. This is reckless and shameful. We will have no further comment. That is statement, quote, end quote. We will put that as statement B. You've got statement A. Miles Garrett saying this happened, regretting that it went public, but not deflecting away from the idea that it, that it took place. Then you have Mason Rudolph's attorney, and you have a Steelers spokesman saying that it never happened. Now you've got independent reporting. And again, no official word yet from the NFL itself. But according to an independent uh, report that came out overnight, the NFL did not mic up players for that particular game. Why not? Was there a reason that this particular game did not have a player that was mic'd up? Now, 
I don't know what the rules are for that. According to the National Football League, they can do that for any game they want. But this particular game, they said there wasn't. It stands to reason that it can be questioned. This was a matchup between two first-place teams in a hotly contested division matchup nationally televised on Thursday Night Football. This was a game between, well, I mean, not, not first-place teams, but two very popular teams, right? Two very popular teams. The Pittsburgh Steelers, very popular team. The Cleveland Browns, very popular team. If nothing else, wouldn't you have uh, uh, Baker Mayfield mic'd up? If nothing else, wouldn't you have cameras surrounding him, surrounding him, surrounding Odell Beckham Jr.? Wouldn't you have someone with a microphone around who could have heard anything that was said? Again, hotly contested division matchup nationally televised between two very popular teams. According to two different sources, the NFL did not have players mic'd up for this game. NFL Films, which is a division of the NFL, had no one there mic'd up for this game. Okay. Someone's lying. And it's important for us to know who's lying. Because isn't that kind of what we do? We make assumptions. We hear the words, this person said this to me, and we react to it in a certain way. We hear that, and we have a viral, visceral reaction. I got called a name. Therefore, you are, what's the, what's the term we use? Triggered? That's the word we use. We get triggered by words. We get triggered when we hear that someone said something offensive to someone else. Now, if the NFL found, quote, no such evidence, end quote, that doesn't mean that you looked. It doesn't mean you went through and listened to every aspect of the game from every different camera angle, every different microphone, every available resource. It just means that from what you had, you didn't find anything. I don't know for a fact that Mason Rudolph didn't say something offensive. I don't know that. You don't know that. What you're being told from two independent sources is that the NFL, quote, found no such evidence, end quote. Based on what? Based on what they had? Based on what was available to them for a nationally televised game? Between two division rivals featuring two very popular, very large fan base teams. And you didn't have a microphone around on anyone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that as statement C. Because again, even though the NFL has not verified that, I'm going to use that as statement C. It's up to you now to decide who's telling the truth here. Did Miles Garrett hear Mason Rudolph direct a racial slur at him? Did Mason Rudolph not direct a racial slur at him? And did the NFL really go out of their way to find that something was or was not said and could not find anything? That's going to be for you to decide because until the NFL, if, until the NFL itself says we didn't mic anyone up for this game and we have no evidence that said, and again, finding no evidence doesn't mean it didn't happen. Finding no evidence doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means we couldn't find it, right? That's different. 
the preponderance of guilt is still on the side of the two players who were most actively involved in that incident. The preponderance of the evidence is something that only those two individuals know. And those two individuals are telling you fundamentally different stories. One is telling you it was said. One is telling you it wasn't. And the NFL films, again, a division of the NFL, says we didn't have anyone mic'd up. Again, in a game featuring two division rivals nationally televised with, between two teams that have large, very, very supportive, very, very vocal fan bases. Featuring players on both teams that have personalities that you would want to have mic'd up. Baker Mayfield's a guy you'd want to put a microphone on. Now again, Aaron Rodgers, that clip earlier, you don't have to wear it. Aaron Rodgers said that back in October. Again, listen to the clip from Aaron Rodgers. Can you turn down being mic'd up in a game? Oh, yeah. Have you? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I do it all the time. There's some times where you think it, it could be fun to look back down the line. I think Brett was mic'd up for the game where he passed Marino maybe in touchdowns, and, and it's some pretty cool audio. But, uh, yeah, I haven't been mic'd up for a while. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little invasive at times, and – you know, I think the the ESPN one is is lot. I mean, they they can play it quickly. The there's a lot more freedom, I think, when you, when it's films because they can go back and cut it. So it's not uh, you know they're not watching it in real time and then putting it up on the TV. I just think that's uh, puts you in a tough spot. Okay, so maybe the NFL films wanted to mic up players for this particular game, but maybe Baker Mayfield said no. Baker Mayfield seems like a guy who, even though he says things in press conferences that are somewhat head-scratching and sometimes he's a bit polarizing, remember, he was the most logical person at the end of that incident last Thursday night. That's inexcusable. I don't, I don't care, rivalry or not, uh, we can't do that. That's, that's kind of the history uh, of you know what's been going on here lately, hurting yourself, and that's just endangering the other team. Uh, All right, so he was the most logical one there. Again, Miles Garrett at the end of the clip when he's interviewed in the in the locker room just less than an hour after that incident had taken place. Miles Garrett going out of his way to let everyone know that he didn't say, he didn't verify yes or no that Mason Rudolph said something to him. He was asked specifically, did Mason Rudolph say something to you that triggered that particular incident last Thursday night? Here's Miles Garrett. Did Mason say something? Is that what started me? I just got a good look at it, and I'm not going to comment on it. I just got a good look at it, and I'm not going to comment on it. That was the moment right there where Miles Garrett could have said something that, yeah, Mason Rudolph called me this, but he didn't do that. Instead, he waited six days, seven days, to say something to someone, six days, excuse me. He waited six days to then make that accusation behind closed doors with no one around. And then it leaked out. It is important to know who lied. It is important that we know who lied. And I'd love to know, again, why the NFL films, a division of the NFL, decided not to have anyone mic'd up for a division rivalry game played on national television between two teams with popular fan bases, polarizing fan bases, and vocal players who you think those fan bases and the general public would like to hear from. I'm suspicious.